You are listening to episode 55 of the Take the Reins podcast with Nikki Porter. Welcome, and thanks for stopping by. You're listening to Take the Reins, a weekly personal growth podcast for horse owners. If you're invested in becoming the best version of yourself in all your relationships, both human and equine, this is the spot for you. Through our conversations, you will learn how to become a stronger communicator, leader, and deepen the connection you crave both in and out of the arena. Horses have an awful lot to teach us, yet very little of it actually has to do with horses. They reflect back to you who you are emotionally, physically, and energetically. They are a mirror to your soul, and it is time to take an honest look at who you are and who you want to become. I can't wait to connect with you, so here we go. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Take the Reins podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Porter, and I want to thank you for being with me today and for taking your time and sharing your time with me. It's always greatly appreciated. If this is your first time listening to the show, then welcome. And if you've been with me before, then thank you. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Today, I want to talk about the importance of finding your people in the horse world and looking for support and not only looking, but finding that support and taking a proactive approach to finding like-minded people in the horse world so that you are getting the amount of friendship and kindness and support that you need and deserve on your equestrian journey. Now, I've been really thinking about this over the last little while, and it might be because of where I am in in real life, but also in virtual life and the different spaces that I've been hanging out in, but it's got me a lot of, or got me thinking a lot about different ways that we can find like-minded and supportive friends in the horse world to help us grow and feel seen and heard versus judged and lonely. So this is definitely... Um, This is definitely something that I've put a lot of thought into with my business partner, Nadine, through Informed Equestrian, because that is one of our values and also one of our, you know, the values that drive one of the goals that we have for the business is to create a community that eliminates judgment as much as possible and opens up vulnerable conversation that allows us to be able to ask hard questions or not even hard questions, ask any question without the fear of judgment and to be able to show up as whoever we are with whatever horse we have, doing whatever discipline we choose and not be held back by feeling like we're in a environment that is not supportive. So one of the reasons why I've been on this little bit of a, of a stint of like looking for the support and looking to make sure that there is a, a community for people to go to that need the support in the, in the equestrian world is because more and more I hear the descriptor words of our horse, horse world as being not very friendly 
to be honest. And so I've heard stories of people being in the horse world and choosing to leave, or at least choosing to leave the competitive world. And the two words that have really stuck out, I guess, the most to me in describing our horse world would be toxic and brutal. Now, those two words and my horse life, I'm sure that if I was looking for those two things in my horse world, I've pro- I would probably find them, but I choose to look for the things that I actually need, not the things that I am not wanting to invite into my life. So maybe that's why I don't see them as often. But I do think that there are ways that, especially in today's world where we're so connected through the internet, that we can create the very support and the very human herd, uh, and I have that, that, that term thanks to Beth Killo because we speak a lot about the human herd together and teach about the human herd, but really establishing that human herd, establishing that supportive environment that we need, um, we can do that proactively. We can do that consciously and we can really take control of the situation instead of feeling like a victim and sitting back and saying, there are no good horse or there are no good people in the horse world or everyone in the horse world is this or is that. When we have that mindset about the horse world, we're really only contributing to those labels of toxicity or it being brutal. So this is kind of one of those conversations that I'm going to have where it is, if you don't like what you see, then it's not okay just to complain about it. It's how do you, how do you be a part of the change? How do you show up in a way to make sure that you're not contributing to the very thing that you don't like? such as the horse world not being supportive. So if you don't like that, you know, there tends to be a fair amount of judgment in the horse world, you know, be sure that you're not one of the ones on the fence that are making fun or judging or teeheeing at somebody who um, maybe they're new and you don't, you don't even know their story. Maybe they um, have a green horse. Maybe this is their first horse show. Maybe this is their millionth horse show and they haven't had the support that they need in order to really um, progress like you feel like they should. So I think this isn't necessarily meant to like call you out because I actually have five different ways for people to be able to proactively seek out like-minded equestrians in order to build the community that they are looking of support um, and a lack of judgment. But at the same time, it is an opportunity for anyone listening right now, myself included, saying, what is it that I don't like within the horse world and how can I be a part of the change and make sure that I am not part of the problem? All right, so here we go. Here are five ways that you can start to proactively create the very support that you need within the horse world deliberately and on your own through brave action. Maybe not even that brave of action if you're someone who's on social media already and you find being there comfortable. But for some of us, actually, there's one of these here that probably 
is going to push uh, the majority of us out of our comfort zones, but it's totally worth it. Okay, so the first one is Facebook groups. So there are so many Facebook groups online right now, but the great thing about Facebook groups is there's literally a Facebook group for anyone and everyone, every discipline. Um, It doesn't matter if you are horsey or not, you're probably going to find a Facebook group that um, has like-minded people to you in it or is created by like-minded people. So it's not good enough probably to just find a Facebook group and then join it and then just sit in the background. So I guess we'll start with how do you find a Facebook group that is full of like-minded people or at least has some like-minded people and supportive people in it. Well, first things first is think about the things that you're most passionate about in the horse world. You could think about training methods, or you could think about discipline. Uh, You could think about uh, whether you like horse literature, whatever that, that might be. And then search in Facebook for groups related to those topics. And then ask to join the group. And first things first, make sure that you check out the rules to the group. That is very important. And then the next thing is take a little bit of time to kind of observe the room and see if the people that are in it are your type of people. You'll know this based on mostly less the posts and more the comments, actually. Um, But check out the comments and see if they're being moderated in a way that people are being held accountable for their words and uh, the way that they express their opinions. And then the next step is if you do feel like this group is, you know, full of people that would be positive, a positive influence or um, would not be draining on you by spending some time there, but would be adding positively to your Um, emotional and mental health, then I would suggest to then you could post a couple questions um, or you could kind of just go through and peruse and see what other people are posting and look for the encouragers and the light bringers. Look for the people that are offering kind, compassionate, And also, again, I'll use the word like-minded responses that you kind of nod your head to and you say, oh yeah, oh my gosh, this person, like they, they are, they are talking about my jam. Now, if you do find people like that, an opportunity for you to then have them as a part of your support group is that you can then take action and connect with them. So you can start by just engaging with those particular people within that group. So if they make a post, then you make sure that you respond and they start seeing your name and your name becomes familiar to them and you're, and they become familiar to you. And, you know, it depends on your comfort level, but you might message them, PM them, uh, and introduce yourself and say, you know, I saw this post, I love what you thought of this, I'd love to hear more about this, and just start connecting with them beyond the group. And this is just a way that you can start can start to establish these other friendships outside of the bubble, of the smaller bubble of friendships that you might feel like you have within your own horse community 
or within your own barn or whatever that might look like for you. Okay, moving on to number two. So number two is the one that I said that like maybe maybe this is the one that we're we're all going to have to step a little bit out of our comfort zone for. Number two is Clubhouse. Now, if you are not on Clubhouse yet, do not worry. It is invite only and it is for iPhones only. However, I do think that if you were to post on social media, that you've heard that Clubhouse is a great platform for equestrians to go and meet awesome people and have great conversations, you would probably find one or two people on your social media that have a couple invites and would be willing to give you one of those invites and bring you onto the platform. So I'll tell you my reasons why I, first of all, why I wanted to be on the platform And actually, I don't even know if I can tell you why, because I don't know if I actually knew why, but I'm going to tell you a little story about getting onto Clubhouse. And then I'm going to tell you why I want to stay there, be there more, and invite everybody else along with me. So first things first is I heard about Clubhouse and I heard that it was a different type of social media platform and it was based on conversation. So... That kind of perked my ears up a little bit because I was like, okay, it's not based on photos, which we're so used to social media being about the visual and the photos and the appeal, um, the visual appeal, but this is all auditory. So that had me really curious. And so it's funny because I was actually reading two books at the time about manifestation And when I was listening to these books on manifestation, I actually sent a voice memo as soon as I made the decision that I was like, I want to check this app out. I sent a voice memo to, uh, to Nadine and I said, Nadine, um, I'm reading these books on manifestation. This stuff's really cool. Um, one of the books actually, I will tell you is the source. And next week I have a interview with someone speaking about the source and uh, she she has a connection to the horse world but let me tell you it is so good anyway okay coming back I'm reeling myself back in here okay so I said to Nadine um, I am in the process of manifesting something right now and I'm going to keep you posted I'll let you know when it comes to light so about Two nights later, I'm laying in bed and reading one of these books on manifestation and I literally get a text. It's like 1030 at night and I get a text from someone and it says so-and-so has an invite for Clubhouse and they want you to join the app. And I was like, oh, well, that's really strange. Okay, great. Yay, that worked. (laughs) So super excited. But the most freaky part of this story is that... The thing that I was reading about manifesting at that very particular time was the topic of the very first group or um, club or room. I said room is probably the most correct word to use when it comes to Clubhouse. It was the topic of the first room that I entered into on the app. So it was the first topic that I heard people discussing on this particular app and it that that blew me away anyway that's kind of like a sideline and has more to do with um 
other magical things other than Clubhouse. And we're going to talk about that more next week. But I guess the most important thing here would be, you know, once I got there, once I spent a little time in Clubhouse, that I actually started seeing this equestrian community growing within Clubhouse. And what I love so much about it is that it feels like you're on such a level playing field with everyone and everyone is sharing their stories, they're asking questions, and it really feels judgment-free. And it feels like an opportunity to just connect with these people all because we love horses and all because we're just trying to figure out horses or how to show up better for them or how to train them better or how to understand them better, whatever that might be. And so some of the conversations that if you decide you're going to come on to Clubhouse, some of the conversations that you have with others, you're going to meet these people for the first time and they're from all over the world. So you might meet them and hear their story and connect with them. Um, Like someone I met, her name is T. And if you are on Clubhouse, you probably have met T in a room and you've probably heard from her or spoken to her. And uh, you may have gotten the exact same impression that I did. And let me tell you what a lovely, lovely human being she is. And I'm so grateful to have connected with her. So one of the cool things about Clubhouse is that you have this profile and you can connect your Instagram to your profile on Clubhouse. And then that's how you connect with people is you actually go from the app to Instagram and you direct message from Instagram. So I've connected with T a little bit, um, through Instagram as a result of Clubhouse. But the other people that you might see on Clubhouse are people that you you recognize their names and you recognize their names because they are well-known horse people in our horse community, well-known trainers, um, well-known horsemen and women who have accomplished great things in our equestrian community and are, you know, they're pretty big names. They're people that you might be a little nervous to speak to. They're people that you might feel intimidated to speak to. You might feel inspired to just be in the same room as on Clubhouse. But the best part is you have an opportunity to speak to them on this beautiful level playing field where you're just two horse people having a great conversation and answering questions and bouncing ideas off of. So I'm going to give you a couple names of some people that I've been in rooms with over the last week or two. And it truly has been like, I've been so excited to just even be listening to these conversations, not even to be taking part necessarily. Um, I do like stepping in and being able to share ideas and, and speak with people because that's actually how I met Um, that's how I met T, but it's also nice just to listen and, and to really just be like, oh my gosh, we're just, we're just all here for so many of the same reasons. So, uh, I guess some people that I've been in rooms with would be Stacey Westfall, um, most recently Warwick Schiller, Matt Mills, Colton Woods, 
Dan James. So these are trainers. They were all in one room at one time at one point. And it was like, it was so cool to hear them talking um, about horses and answering questions and, you know, bouncing ideas back and forth. And it was, yeah, it was phenomenal. So that's it. That's my, that's my riff on Clubhouse. I really do feel like it is going to create a space in our equestrian community that is positive and inclusive. And if we're looking for the right things when it comes to Clubhouse, I think it's, it's just going to be awesome. And I invite you, if you are like, oh my gosh, this sounds totally up my alley. You know what my favorite part about this app is? I'm going to be honest with you. Like I love TikTok. I think TikTok is super fun, but I actually don't put up as many videos as I want on TikTok because I, I get up in the morning and I go to the barn and I come home and then I might do my podcast or I might, you know, connect with Nadine and do other business. And I don't have time to wash my hair every single day. And I feel like I should have at least washed my hair if I'm going to do a TikTok video. Uh, so I have to make myself look presentable to do these videos or at least like semi-presentable. At least that's where I am comfort-wise with TikTok. And that is not necessary for Clubhouse. Like you do not have to change how you are showing up there. It's just you and your voice and other awesome people. Okay, so here's an opportunity for you. I'm going to tell you because tomorrow, actually, no, not tomorrow. It's going to be today. If you are listening to this episode, the day that it launches, which is February 16th, which is a Tuesday, at 7 p.m. Atlantic time, uh, Nadine and I are hosting our very first club host, uh, our very first club host room. Okay. So this is a pretty big deal. Like this is us stepping out of our comfort zone and we're going to host our first, uh, room and the room is going to be on the topic of podcasting for equestrians. So we're going to be talking about our favorite podcasts. We're going to talk about, uh, guests for podcasts and different topics for podcasts. So those, that's, that's our first room. So podcasts or podcasting for equestrians. So I have one clubhouse invite left right now. And I'm going to give that clubhouse invite to the first person who enters into my either DM on Instagram or Facebook message or email Nikki at NikkiPorter.ca. Whoever lands in one of those three spots first saying that they would like that clubhouse invite and with the name of the very first room that I'm going to be hosting, then it's all yours. Okay, moving on. The third way that I would say is a great way in order to find like-minded horse people that will offer you support, encouragement, love, 
all of the things that we are so, so seeking in the world, connection, I mean, these are the reasons why we have horses, right? But we can get these things from people when we look for people in the right places and when we facilitate conversations and connections with the right people. Okay, so how do you find, what's another way that you can find these right people that I speak of? My suggestion is actually to look for online programs and courses with a group element. So make sure that you're not, if, if it's connections and support and new, new established friendships that you're looking for in the horse world, make sure that when you're looking for these courses or programs, that they do have the group element. Because sometimes what you get is just like video content and it can feel pretty isolating. But if you make sure that they're like a lot of them will have a supportive Facebook group that goes along with the teaching content. If you can find one that has that, then you're you're going to be stepping into a space that is established for people that have been drawn in to a program based on the same things that have typically drawn you into the program. So when you think of how programs or courses that are are given online, how they're advertised, you know, there's these keywords, it's plays on emotion, it's really looking, people will, when I say plays on emotion, people will advertise for these looking for specific pain points for people in order to help them know that those are the pain points they will navigate and and overcome by being a part of this group or program. So if you feel like you're being drawn in and you're saying, gosh, that sounds like something that I would be interested in or I would take value from or that I need to be a part of, then you know that the other people, most of the time, the other people that have been um, enticed or have wanted to come and do that program are probably at least somewhat like-minded because they are, are going through the same process as you. And even if you just find one friend within those groups, then it is totally, totally worth it. So it's a great opportunity to connect with like-minded people and it also offers a safe space that you can show up just a little less guarded and a little more vulnerable. And it, and when you show up in that way, then you can connect with others on a more emotional level. So you're not in this open group that just has like hundreds and hundreds of people. Well, I guess it depends on the size of your, of your program that you're choosing. But so for instance, um, I believe the aware horsewoman, I think we have 18 people within that, that Facebook group right now. And within that space, uh, through the way that we're teaching it and the live calls and the conversations that are taking place, you can start to see the comfort level rising with these women and you can start to see the admiration of others for the vulnerability that's being expressed and for um, just connections over going, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I'm not alone. And honestly, I feel like those those online 
group programs that have that group element where you can go and and meet those people from all around the world it gives you the opportunity to really like say oh my gosh I'm not alone it's not just me and that's so cool and so important and definitely something that we're seeing within the aware horsewoman okay fourth one the fourth way that you can go and you know proactively find seek out and create the support within the horse world that you need whether that is from a friendship level a training level whatever it is that you uh, that you need that you feel like you need so the the fourth one is in person or you know in person later when covid is finally behind us or virtual events so there are so many cool virtual events that are popping up right now online that happen over things like zoom where people get together and they have conversations and they're in a more casual setting but it's conversational and it's relaxed it's in the comfort of your own home and it's you know it's just people connecting in a way that's new to us because we can't come together like we used to. Now, I do believe that when COVID is over, that people like myself who are driven to create, and they're driven to create opportunities for themselves and others that, um, that are exciting or purpose-driven or are you know trying to create community uh, I think that you're gonna see more people creating these in-person events because the amount of times that I've had conversations with people where I'm like oh wouldn't it be great if we could just sit around a campfire right now and have this conversation or wouldn't it be great if we could just go and like sit and have coffee and relax and tell these stories or ask these questions in person Um, I think that we are going to be more appreciative of personal events on the other side of all of this. So keep an eye out for that. Now, this isn't really a plug, but it might be a little bit of a plug. Um, No, it's not really. It's simply that I know of a virtual event that's coming up because I'm creating it with my, my business partner, Nadine. So Nadine and I thought about this very topic Uh, just recently where we were like, oh, wouldn't it be great to really be able to create something that brings people together because we feel so distant right now from so many people. And Nadine and myself, we're three hours away. And so we speak every day, but it's rare that we get to really like connect face to face. And it would be nice to just be able to connect in a little bit more of a relaxed way than necessarily always connecting over business. So what we've come up with is that we would like to do, actually, we I shouldn't say we would like to, we are creating a virtual vision board workshop that takes place over two different evenings. So one evening will be Nadine and I uh, just teaching about vision boards, why the really the why, what and how of vision boards. And um, but also I think the how is the most important here is how you get prepared in order to then at the next 
meeting with us, which would be one week later, to really dive in and be prepared to put it all together to have a finished vision board by that night. The most fun part of this, or I guess I say that, maybe I'm geeking out a little bit on it, but the most fun part of this vision board workshop is that it's geared specifically towards equestrians and it's based on our six pillars that we have for our informed equestrian business. So you're looking at six very specific areas of your equestrian life and you're diving in a little bit deeper and saying how can I dream a little bigger in all of these areas? How can I set these goals and these dreams and these visions and how do I put them into works? How do I how do I set them into motion? And uh, this vision board workshop is a way that you can do that. So if you are curious about it, you can just um, you can just email me, Nikki at informedequestrian.com um, or you can find me on social media, whether that be Instagram or um, I'll put the email in the show notes actually. So that should be super easy. And that's going to happen within the next two weeks. Okay. The final way that I'm going to speak about today for finding and deliberately creating your own support group, your own support system within the equestrian world is to go to local shows. Even if you're not going to a local show, and of course, again, this is one of those like post-COVID things. So right now we're allowed uh, to have smaller shows here in Nova Scotia. So we can start speaking about this a little bit um, and we can really start to like think about this as being a possibility, but I know there's other places that are still quite shut down. So if that's you, if that's where you are, um, have patience and shows will come back soon or I guess hopefully soon, but they will be back eventually. So when they are back, I think it's a really fun idea to go to local shows, whether that be that you just, you might take your horse, you might say like, I'm going to go to this local show, I'm going to support local for the show, first of all, but it could be that you go as a spectator, and it could be that you go as a volunteer, and so you're contributing your time in order to have this event run smoothly and successfully within your own community. When you're there, The most important part of this is to understand that what you look for is what you see. So if you are looking for the toxic or the brutal within the horse world, I guarantee you're going to find it. If you're looking for the people that are putting their nose on the rail and they're judging and they're complaining about horses and they're complaining about other people, you will find them. I am not in denial that there are people like that. Those people are everywhere in the world. But when you go to these local shows, look, seek out the positive people and connect with them by showing up as another positive influence in the horse world. So make sure that if you are looking for a supportive community 
in the horse world, you're looking for that. If that's, you want people closer to you, you want that local connection and you want somebody that you can go and, you know, grab a drink with or sit and go for a trail ride or sit at the barn with and and laugh or go for a trail ride with versus, you know, which is fantastic meeting somebody online, but they might be, you know, hours and hours worth of a plane ride away. So that's not always a personal, personal connection where you get to meet with somebody face-to-face. So if you're looking to make more face-to-face connections with like-minded people, make sure that those are the type of people you're looking for when you go to these local events and go to the local events. If you're not ready to show, go and volunteer or go and watch, go and encourage people and, uh, and look for people that you personally can support and make their day and whether it just means you offer encouragement or it means that you just clap for them, what, whatever that looks like to you. Maybe you just go over and compliment their horses on their braids or their tail or their run or whatever that looks like. But when you show up and contribute to that positive atmosphere, you're going to also look for people that are showing up that same way. And it's an, it's a great opportunity to go and meet those people, connect with those people, Maybe reconnect with those people. If they're people that you know already, but you just haven't established much of a friendship with them yet, maybe this is your opportunity. Okay, so that's it for me today. I hope that that helps you. I want to make sure that people see the equestrian world um, for what it is as a positive influence on us, as a healthy environment and understanding that If it's not, it's possible for us to make it that way. It's possible that you can create the environment that you seek, um, making sure that A, we are not the contributor of the very thing that we want to complain about, um, and also that if you're in an environment that isn't healthy for you, to seek a healthier environment. So if, if you're being surrounded by toxic and brutal people in the horse world, this is your time to start looking for the encouragers and the light bringers because I promise you 100% you're going to find them. They're out there. They might actually just all be on Clubhouse right now. <laughs> so, okay, a reminder before I go, last thing, my first room that I am hosting on Clubhouse with Nadine is on Podcasts for Equestrians and it takes place Tuesday, February the 16th. And if you email me or DM me with the name of that room, first, obviously, before anybody else, you're going to get the one invite that I have sitting there right now. So, I get that in if you're listening to this and you have an iPhone and uh, and you'd like to get in on the clubhouse action, then feel free to message me. I'd love to see you in there. And when you get there, don't forget, I want you to sign up for the Equestrian Connect Club and make sure you find me on there and make sure you find Nadine on there and follow us so that uh, you can see when we go into rooms and we can uh, we can connect there. And I look forward to seeing you there if you decide. Okay, that's it. Thanks again 
for joining me. I greatly, greatly, I think I said that already. I greatly appreciate you being here. And I really do. Um, I really, I can't explain it. Uh, every time I look at my Daniel downloads and I see how many people are showing up for this podcast, it warms my heart. And the messages that I'm receiving from people saying thank you for the topics that are being discussed and thank you for the interviews that are there that are being published. Um, it just it is the reason why I am actually sitting and recording at. 11:32 because I just had the craziest day and my husband was like can you just put off tomorrow's episode and I said no I can't because I have people tomorrow morning who are going to look for the take the reins podcast the new episode and I'm not going to let them down so here I am I hope you enjoyed it and I'll talk to you next time on take the reins podcast Well, that's it for today. Thank you for choosing to spend your time with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please leave a review and share it with your friends. To learn more about me and what else I have on the go, skip on over to NikkiPorter.ca. Thanks again for listening, and we'll connect again next week. Until then, remember, you have the power to take the reins and live the life you've always wanted. You just have to step into the arena with an open heart and an open mind.